transaction comes a sweet satisfaction as I cement my place in Everybody and welcome to ISL Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane Sound Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me is the amazing, the stupendous, the wonderful Mike Zapsik. Everybody say What's hello, Mike Zapsik. Hello, Chen. Mike. You are also a great guy. How you're, are you? You're the dude. Sorry, sorry I was late. I, uh, these are the problems I never had to deal with before I met you, but uh, I was waiting for my dog to poop. Uh, of course you were. <laughs> you don't have the dog to poop in the house, so no. Of course you don't. And uh, it's an exercise in patience. It's uh, y- you you wait, and you wait, and it looks like it's gonna happen, and it doesn't happen. No, and you wait, and, and you wait some more. You wait. It's kind of like being Batman, where you wait for like crimes to happen, <laughs> and then you know. But you can't go to. You can't leave before you know if you. You go home and go to bed. Like crime might happen. You might miss it. Crap might happen. Crap. Yeah. Crap's gonna like, happen. Literally, crap's gonna happen. Yeah. So you was, really don't want. I was waiting for crap to happen. You don't want that to happen. Yeah. So. Well, how do you do? You have two dogs. Uh, how do you do with two dogs? Cassie's pretty self-sufficient. Okay. Cassie goes out. Do you have and a door? You don't have a dog. We door, don't though. have a dog. Okay. Door. No. Um, we just. It's. It's one of those natural things. They. They have sort of a. We've got them on a schedule. Okay. They poop in the uh, the morning. Are, are you on a schedule? I actually am. Are you I, are I'm, you regular, uh, Mike? I, I am. Uh, no, uh, no. My, my Metamucil hasn't let me down. Okay, good. No, no, I'm I'm not like that. Good. When I do get that, that's when I know more <laughs> more so than the gray hair. Right. That I'm old. Okay. It's like if are you, you're like, day, are you on Metamucil? No, I'm saying oh, okay. if <laughs> that that day comes when I'm like eh, the pooper ain't working correctly. You know when you got to get the. Um, I don't know the hand of science to give sure. you uh, a little squeeze. Well, uh, no one wants to be a no one has turned into Brian Johnson. There was a story. I don't know what Tom Steve Dave episode it was, <laughs> but he told a story where it got all impact. His it, like he, it was like Elvis. His colon got impacted. Wow! And it oh. wouldn't come out. And he made his girlfriend like try to dig it out. Oh, it was oh. disgusting! <laughs> disgusting. And finally, he he tried everything. He like stuck the he had the enema everything. It didn't work. So he had to go to the hospital or something. Oh wow! Like, it was it was it was awful. Yikes! Because yeah, when they pull out the old um, wet dry vac to help you out, yeah. that's when you know. And I'm sure he swallows an inordinate amount of beard hair. So oh, I that's never thought gonna, about that. That's gonna that's gonna fuck you up too. Fiber it's supposed to keep you. No, no, no. What do you think? Fur balls are are so prevalent in know. cats because when they lick themselves, they swallow the cat hair, and it, it gets. You can get like a. A four-pound hairball in a cat. Okay, and when that impacts him, right. and Brian's got at least—I mean, even at one I sitting, I'm, I'm assuming that. he's eating four pounds of hair I, just yeah. from his beard. So yeah. I know I brought up. Are you seriously talking about Brian's poop right now? I think we are. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you know what? You know what does keep you regular, Mike? If you eat on a regular basis. Yeah, you know what? Uh, getting yourself on a schedule and eating a nutritious breakfast. Yes. Eating a sensible lunch. Right. And then kicking ass with a, a beautiful blue apron dinner. Yes, if you eat a great blue apron dinner, which includes all the four food groups, plenty of fiber, and things to make you regular, so you don't have to worry about. <laughs> you hear that, kids? Impacted. Blue apron keeps you regular. Yeah. You should get blue apron, everybody. Blue apron is the number one fresh <laughs> ingredient 
and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, not just me, not just a dude who went to a culinary school. No, not get at him, all. Get him a uh, point. He's like, you know what? You often say that you know, um, you're a former chef. He's like, you, you, you bring that up a lot. I'm like, what's a lot? He's like, at least once every two weeks. That's I'm not like, a lot. What the hell? You you talk about the bottle dump like on an hourly right. basis. That's not a lot. No, it's not a lot. Yeah, basically, so. this is how Blue Apron works. You sign up, and you can get it's a recipe delivery service. You get a box with fresh ingredients in it, and you can choose the menu. You can menu. choose the menu. Yes. So let's say you don't like seafood. All right, then you don't have to get seafood. Get chicken. Get vegetables. Get beef. Yeah, good beef. And this is beef from. From uh, you know, sustainable farms, local farms, right? And let's say you do like fish, you can get fish that are also farm raised, sustainable. This is this is the beauty of Blue Apron. Yeah. They make sure that um, everything that they do is sustainable. Yeah, you you know how they do that? How do they do that? Partnerships yes. with uh, ranches, yeah, farms, um, seafood farms. Yeah, all yeah. You don't get none of those like, hormones or anything. You're not going to grow like breasts or nothing unless you want breasts. Then then you know, you'll, you'll have to do that on your own. <laughs> Yeah, basically, we, me and Mike are huge fans of this. We get this. Mike's yeah. a former chef, and you get the box, you get you get meat packed on dry ice, you get really fresh vegetables, and all the spices and uh, they're and perfectly um, proportioned. Yeah, exactly. They come in a what? What are they? Not the fixins. What do they call it? The do you remember what they were called? They come in a, the bag. Um, the, the little bags. The, the little uh, beefy Nick bags. Is uh, I'm I'm. Growing up in the 80s and, yes. hey, you know, walking through Times Square, right. Beefy Nick Bag, Beefy Nick Bag. What the hell's a Beefy Nick Bag? Uh, I, I assume that it was like either crack or um, pot. Right. You can get a Beefy Nick Bag or yeah. pot. And that's, and you got a Beefy Nick Bag. Right. So, and gold no, chain. There's no pot in these bags. No, there's no, but there's, I'm there's not. gold in these bags, though. There is gold, gold in these bags. Spices, spices, gold. Everything's proportional. You get a little recipe card, which lists step-by-step step with pictures on how to create an incredible yes. recipe. This is almost like having Cooks Illustrated uh, standing over your shoulder telling you how to make your meal. You can get things like seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers. Uh, is there anything else? I, I yeah, there's some creamy shrimp rolls with up. quick oh, quick pickles, sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle peppers. Oh, sounds man. great. Chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach. Sounds amazing. Wow. How do we get this, Mike? And, well, we have a special for you. We do. We, we've got a special. You can check out this week's menu, which we just told yes. you about. Uh, see some pictures. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. That's, that's free twice in one sentence, right. Ming, by going to blueapron.com slash comics. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. BlueApron.com slash comics. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And, and also, if you're married or you're on a date, don't go out and spend money on like food where the... You know, just <laughs> scratch, Ultimately, just you have to spend money on food. Yeah. Don't go spending money on um, some hack chef. Yeah. Now, I know you cooked and you you said you never spent the food or anything like that, but I know you scratched your ass and then like... Never then, did that either. Come on. You, no. you scratch your ass? No, and that's, like, that's what you have those um, the, the long forks for. Oh, you the, scratch that, yeah. Oh, right. And the spatula? Spatulas are good. Never spatula. No, no. Although pa- I... Pasta, the pasta spoon with the little... When edges. I was up at culinary school, there was a guy, God rest his soul, okay. Tim Plummer, very funny guy he actually rivals brian johnson as being one of the funniest guys i've okay, ever met okay he used to walk around and we would have to wear these really tight chef pants the the checks right. 
and he would walk around with a ladle, like one of those really big uh, chef's ladles, and he would uh, have it upside down, so the the little thing that hangs over the side of the pot, and he'd try to, to get your, he called it his, uh, grabbing the spice hole. He made it, he made it a game? Yeah, so if, if he got you right... You tried in, to like shove it up your ass? Yeah. So if he was able... These and, are the games that you're playing in, 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 <laughs> as you're cooking? These, these are the meals? lesser games we're playing, Ming. We I actually cooking my meal in the okay. Well, it wasn't crazy. yours. We were cooking for the uh, the other students. So, and also um, one of the, the the better games was trying to we we would make a, a communal um, like drink pot. It was a a big thing of um, like either orange juice or fruit punch that everyone you know you're you're hot you're sweaty. It's like a Gatorade type of thing. And was it a challenge to put like the most fucked up thing you could in there? Uh, no, it was a challenge to see how uh, drunk you could get the other students. Oh, so you put alcohol you would, in Oh, my God, like yes. triple sec and... Um... A triple sec, uh, cooking sherry, whatever, Marsala wine, vodka, whatever right. we were cooking with that day, right. <laughs> the guys would have to go over and just like... Mm. Marsala wine, like cooking wine? Cooking wine, you yeah. You don't drink cooking wine. You cook with it. No, you... No, no, no. You... You do not cook with wine that you would not drink. Okay, never fair, do that. Okay, fair enough. Because your your ultimate stuff, and I'm sure the the chefs at Blue Apron would tell you the same damn right. thing. All right, blueapron.com/slash/comics. Get three free meals, free shipping. Get in there. Join the join the club. It's pretty awesome. It is a fantastic get home from a hard day of shooting comic book men. I don't want to worry about. You I'm don't want to have to. It's there, it's there already. It's there already. It's awesome. And it's fun. And also, folks, remember this, that um, statistics state that children who eat with their parents right. on a nightly basis don't grow up to be assholes. 70% less chance of them uh, being scumbags. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, you don't want your kids to be scumbags. Nah. So. Blue Apron, making your kids not scumbags <laughs> right. since 1983. And a no, better way to cook. And a, and a better way to cook. All right. Better way to make your kids not a scumbag. All right. Got a couple of news items here. I'm talking about new comics. And we, uh, since we were shooting, we uh, recorded a segment with our friends at Blue Juice Comics. Nice. I was not able to come in that day. Yeah, but. so that'll run at the end. But uh, got a couple of interesting news items. Needed your opinion, Mike. Uh, All right. Mike, top up. On the top of the news pile, uh, director Matt Reeves has decided to drop the script that star Ben Affleck, Jeff Johns, and Chris Terrio had worked on for the Batman. Oh! They're starting from scratch, Mike. And if that's the case, probably won't be seeing the movie until 2020, or maybe even later. I don't understand that. Jeff Johns is... Jeff Johns is, is a comic book icon right now. He is. He is he, amazing. He, he and is comic books. he wrote, I would watch. Right. So I, I don't know why. They've dropped the script. This is the second DC movie to scrap an entire script and go with another one. First one being The Flash, right. which they're rewriting right now. But this the one, first um, one should have been Suicide Squad, but that's just my right. opinion. But this uh, shocking news is going to push the movie back even farther. Uh. Now, on the one hand, you're right. Jeff Johns, Ben, ben Affleck, a Oscar winner. So you know he, he, he knows writing. Oscar winning screenwriter, Mike. Yes. Ben Affleck. And Jeff Johns, you know what? I mean, pro- probably the best writer in comics right now, at least uh, at least top three for sure. And I wanted to see his take on Batman. Oh my god, it would have been fantastic! So I've on, seen him. Uh, well, we've we've read a lot of stuff. He did yeah. uh, Batman Earth One, right? He's done Batman in the Justice League and right. done, pardon my pun, justice to the character. So, uh 
Right. Sorry to interrupt. How much charge you got in that laptop there? Uh, I am looking at 58%. You need? Give me, give me your thing. <laughs> all right. Give me your thing, or, or else, we're gonna, or else uh, this recording is going like, <laughs> yeah, all right. All right, thank you. I appreciate Good it. Chunk. So, on the one hand, that uh, you know we have some pretty high talent oh <laughs> right in the God. script, and they scrapped us. So, uh, you know, of course, our reaction as comic book fans is, "What the hell?" Right? It's, it's got to be awesome. Why are Why are you scrapping? On the other hand, if he wasn't satisfied, I, I the director, mind you, I I put all the faith in him. Maybe, uh, well, maybe, I don't maybe, know. Uh, you know, if they want to go back and make it better, I'm all for it. And, it, and it's gonna put, push the movie back a year or two. I can I can wait. Why put out an inferior product as DC has done before? And uh, and ru- why no no need to rush it. This is what the suits would do, Mike. The suits would be like, we need That's to true. sell toys. We need to make. We need a tent pole. We need. I don't know. I'm just using all these like buzzwords. Uh, you know, we need to get this out. As soon uh, as possible. Well, let's put it this way. Batman is their flagship character. It is. One of the, the Trinity. Sure. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yes. Um, I personally can't see Jeff Johns putting out inferior products. No, I can't either. Affleck, no. Um, I, I just don't see it happening. But uh, I, I would love. I don't, but everybody has a bad day. But I would love to read that script. <laughs> Oh yeah, it'd be great. Any um, way we can get our uh, hands on one? Well, uh, go to your local Comic Con. There's usually the uh, the bootleg script booth. Yeah, it's but that's, I can't. Uh, I don't. It's where know. I read Superman Lives, uh, Kevin Smith version. It's where I read Dogma before it came out. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. Um, that's where I, there there are preacher movie scripts out there. I, I miss. Well, the, we have one of those. In we here, do. So. I, I miss the bootleg script and DVD table at cons. They've kind of cracked down on that since then, so you can't get that. But I wanted your opinion on that. Uh, I think it's. Um, I mean, I I don't see it being. I don't see them putting out inferior products. So yeah, I I don't know why he scrapped well, it. But I, you know, I want to read it. I I I applaud their integrity here, Mike. In the past, like I said, they would have rushed this and put it out, and it may not have been as good as it could have been. So that uh, that that would be great. Um, Four Color PJ on Twitch here says, uh, you know, with this script being scrapped, will we see Deathstroke as we were supposed to? The part was cast already. Yes, Joe Montalio. Yeah. And, you know, will we see him? Uh, I hope so. I, I guess they have to. You gotta, right? Why? Because he's already been cast. So it's, no, if it's like pay like, or you know, play. Sure. They can be like, hey, screwed. sorry. Or actually, the, we, uh, the production's screwed. We can say, hey, Sorry, a side note, not going in this direction. Here, take take your check. Don't spend it all in one place. Uh, maybe we'll we'll see you in the sequel. You, you know, we'll uh, <laughs> you, you know, we're sorry. It didn't sometimes these things don't work out. That's Hollywood. See you later. Have a nice life. So, I I, I would I I would love to see a, a big screen Deathstroke though. Yes, that's that's what we're saying. Uh, another story I read last night, Mike. Wanted to see what you thought of this. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Yes, saw it, loved it. Uh, we'll talk about it when you see it, hopefully this weekend or earlier. Uh, I have not seen it yet. I'm taking my family probably this weekend. Okay. It was, you'll, you'll enjoy it. I will I'm enjoy sure it. you'll have points. I heard for- Walt Flanagan's take on it. He said it's Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes. He said it's, uh, there is some stuff that I won't recognize, but it, it's enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah, so no, I'm, I'm pretty Spider-Man happy about was that. Pre- not subtle, but you know, not like essential to the story, really. Okay. But it was nice having a teen Spider-Man. Again, not some pretty boy 
uh, running around. Okay. Yeah. But, um, and th- this is how committed they were to the casting and the integrity of the film. Like, uh, star Tom Holland who plays Spider Man. Uh, I just learned they made him go to high school for two days and shadow a student. They he went undercover, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High style. Okay. Or like, 20, Amy, like Amy Heckerling, right? Okay. Or Twenty One Jump Street style. And or that one with uh, Drew Barrymore, Never Been Kissed. Did she go under? Was yeah, she, she not was, supposed to be there. Uh, no, she was like a reporter. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I thought they didn't let you do stuff like this anymore because I'm pretty sure they don't. You ever read but... those stories where like a 28 year old man like will go and just enroll in high school, right? Just to, and then he get he gets caught, and you're like, well, how do they, how, how do they not know? But you know, he looked real young, so they they don't care, and they're like, you're not spo- you're not registered here. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Yeah, so um, there was a story written by the kid that he shadowed. Um, they called him to the principal's office, like, hey. You're a smart kid. We like what you're doing. Uh, there's uh, there's something we need you to do. Guy playing Spider-Man going to come in and hang out with you. Uh, we need you to introduce him as like your long lost cousin or something. To uh, so they made him. They made Tom Holland an ID card. They uh, they got a schedule for him. They made him go back to high school for two days. Tom Holland's British, right? Yeah. So he he put an American accent. Hello, no, what's all he saying? No, he went with the. He I'm went, right here. He went with. He spoke like Peter Parker. Okay, and um. Yeah, I think the first day, you know, it was kind of like, hey, this is fun. The second day, um, it was boring. You had to sit through classes and stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, who fucking so cares started, what the circumference of uh, uh, the circle is? Right. I don't care. Started messing with people. Then he started kind of, I don't know why he did this. He, he started telling people who he was. and like the, hey, I, I'm Tom Holland. Yeah. I'm I, undercover. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's exactly what he said. Uh, and I think he was trying to impress girls. So the girls would Google him and they would they start flipping out. So he wasn't truly undercover, but I thought that was cool. They made him go, you know, it was part of the part of the production. Wow. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you go back? Let's say you could <laughs> The only way I'm going back is as a janitor or right, uh, maybe say, a teacher. Um, say uh, you know, we're count- I don't know why, but you they need to research a janitor. Like would they, you All right. Would uh, you go to like Middletown High School or, or Red Bank High School and clean up vomit? Just, just two days. Just gotta do two I have days. To chuck out the uh yes, that puke you do stuff. Everything that janitors do just to get in the mind of, of the janitor for like I, a role or something. Okay, uh, it's would I do it? Yeah. It, hey, if the check's clear, absolutely. Okay, all right. But think about this: you, you go back and you you get pushed around by the jocks. Sure. Like, hey, what's up there, uh, funny man? Yeah. What are you doing? Do did you push around your janitor at the school? No. I don't think anybody cares, do they? Uh, I don't know, but I I know in I Breakfast thought- Club, Bender was kind of a dick to uh, Carl, sure. Carl the janitor. Well, I think that's where he's maybe that he that was a future that he didn't want to see. So he's uh, afraid of it. Did you ever think that they should do like a uh, back to the or nah. brec- back to the Breakfast Club? No, I think it would. Where you no. find out that Bender actually is Carl's second cool. in command? I, I no, no, I don't. I think that would be a horrible idea. Well, okay. I think that would that would be a horrible idea. So, uh, also real quick, uh, comic book news. Uh, are you familiar with the? Old DC character called Dead Man, Mike. Uh, no, I have no idea who Dead Man is. Right, just check, just checking. Yeah, checking. Uh, they're bringing him back. Okay, Neil Adams is bringing him back. Neil Adams, one of his, uh, 
Well, did he create? I think he did. He didn't create it. It was created by uh, he made Arnold him Drake and Carmine Infantino. Yeah. Okay. He did make him famous, though, in the Batman Brave and the Bold. He used him to better effect than Carmine ever did. And yeah. Arnold wrote a Drake. couple issues, uh, worked as a penciler on it. Um, first first issue, first debut of Strange Tales number 50. Right. Uh, went back and read it last night, Mike. Great, and? Great story. From now we're familiar with the Dead Man story. Uh, former uh, Carnival co owner. And um, so you meet all the colorful characters. He was an and, arrogant prick. He was a prick. He was. Yeah, had a girl in, in life. Co-owned a carnival with the girl who loved him. Um, uh-huh. So uh, the introduction, you meet all the colorful characters. Tiny, the strong man. Uh, you meet like the swami. Meet a um, bunch of people. He is a dick. So most of them hate. Actually, almost everybody hates him. Except for the girl that loves him. Right. Uh, but to do his uh, death-defying act. No net. And he gets shot. Yeah. So it's kind of like a who shot uh, J.R. Who done it? Yeah, he had to go back and solve his own murder. Yeah. Now, as he dies, he finds out he's not truly dead. His spirit still lives on. They bury his body, but his superpowers. Ramakushna, is- right? Ramakushna, yeah. Okay, and that was Nanda Parabat. Power- that yes. was his base of operations. Yes. And what he had to do is uh, he was only visible in Nan- Nanda Parabat. Power- right. Which actually they use in Arrow. They do. Oh yeah, they, they do. Use Nanda Parabat <laughs> as Rachel Ghoul's base of yeah. operations, which is not quite true but it's still pretty cool and if you um there's there's a league of assassins kind of uh thread there so they were trying to link a whole bunch of stuff together in the dc universe whereas rachel ghoul is the leader of the league of assassins league of shadows in the arrowverse and he sort of had something to do with dead man's death Oh, okay. It comes full circle. Right. And later on, um, uh, Chuck Dixon linked the Flying Graysons to Dead Man because they were the all circuses. circus. They yeah, were all yeah. circus performers. I love this. This is cool. All and right. uh, that's where Nightwing gets his original costume, the disco Nightwing costume. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was sort of based off <laughs> Dead, uh, Dead Man's. But De- it turns out that Dead Man had stolen the <laughs> Flying Grayson's costume, right? the design a, for it, because he's a, he's a dick. Yeah. yeah. So his power is he can, uh, he touches, he can touch, his spirit can touch people and possess them yeah, temporarily. Yeah, he, so he, he can, possesses them, takes over their bodies, yeah. and... It's actually pretty cool. If you ever watch Batman Brave and the Bold, uh, Diedrich Bader, they use him a lot. He's uh, voiced by Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. And fantastic. Yeah, right on. So he's coming back, Mike, in comic form. Neil uh, Adams. We'll we'll talk to Neil about this. Okay, uh, cool. See what he has planned. So, All right, new books. New books this week, Mike, brought to you by Audible. Audible? Audible. I love Audible. If you go to audible.com slash sellcomics... You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial. I, every time I think of Audible, I hear Homer Simpson's voice. It's like, Audible? And here I am, been reading, using my eyes like a sucker. Right. Uh, required basic talking points. Uh, all right. Do the, you're, do <laughs> I'm the, you're, supposed to read that. Do the URL. Okay. Audible.com slash sell comics. Uh, repeat URL twice or more and spell it out slowly. Okay. Spe- do we have to spell it out? Yeah. Uh, A-U- do, yeah. Okay. A U D I B L E dot com slash cell comics. That's S E L L C O M I C S. Audible.com slash cell comics. Let's uh, put it this way. Influer, ah, Influer must include a personal recommendations or recommendation or, or S. Do you have Dude, one, Mike? It sounds like you're reading from an IKEA how to the, the uh, instruction booklet. Audible. Read. Audible is the best way if you are on a plane and you. 
You've got the Audible app on your phone. And we're it's on a perfect. lot of planes. And we're on a lot of planes. Uh, the best thing to do, go to Audible, download it. Um, you can link it to your Amazon uh, Amazon account. Right. And you can just buy from there because it is an Amazon company. Yeah. But Audible is fantastic. If you're on the go, let's say you're on a, a six-hour plane. Right. Or you commute. You drive. Flight, yeah. Or, or you drive and you have the, the access to an iPod. Unlike me who drives a 96 piece of crap Saturn. Right. But it's paid for, which is nice. Um, you, you download the Audible app. You plug it in and you listen to some of your favorite books. Yeah, it's great. Uh, isn't the Bible on there? Probably. You can listen to the Bible on Audible. <laughs> uh, personally, the I wouldn't. On there? I have no idea. Um, Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. You can f- hear the ins and outs. What's the last thing you you listened to? On, on, uh, on I listened to Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. That Neil Gaiman is on. Neil That's Gaiman bam. is on here. Cool. Like I also our- listened to the Ocean at the End of the of the Lane. Also, a great, great Audible title. Right. Uh, you can listen to what else? I've got a whole bunch. Uh, David Morrell, the creator of Rambo, yeah, put out a series of books after that. Nice. And uh, Brotherhood of the Rose, yeah, Fraternity of the Stone, and right. The League of Night and Fog. I've listened to on Audible. I love it. This is fantastic. You can listen to to Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Stephen King is on here. Stephen well, King geez, is on man. here. Like, why are you Christine on this? by yeah. Graham Holter. A Hol- Holter Graham. Sorry, he's. An epic storyteller. Yeah, a lot of times they get cool voices to read these books. They do. Um, Fantastic voices. So you should listen to My favorite book, Ready Ernest Klein's Ready Player One, narrated by Will Wheaton. My kid is obsessed with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I've listened to uh, Ready Player One twice. Yeah, it's great. It is fantastic. Will Wheaton is mentioned in the book, so it's kind of cool hearing him say his own Yeah, name. The old, he calls himself an old geezer yeah. or old fart. That's great. Or uh, my other favorite book, uh, Essie Hinn's The Outsiders. You great, can listen to The book. Outsiders. It's on there. And uh, I, I'm um, I'm concurring the Holy Bible, New and Old Testament. Nice. You can get it on Audible. Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck right. is also is on it? here. Nice. Yeah, it is. So you can uh, figure out how to not give a fuck, much like Brian Johnson. All you have to do is listen to Brian Johnson. Just don't give a fuck. Uh, and they don't, <laughs> you don't, they don't spell out fuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they no, put a star an in there. Oh, it's an asterisk. Yep. So uh, influencer must include a brief blur about Audible. So why didn't you read this before? Site. Or in your show notes. Okay, we did that. So this this week's uh, new comic picks brought to you by audible.com slash still comics. Hey, Audible. Free, sorry about Ming not knowing how to do it. Free audiobook with a 30-day trial. How Audible. awesome is that? That's the sell comics backslash sell comics. You yeah. get a free audiobook. Great. All right. What are you reading, Mike? What's and up first? Wait a minute. Hold on. Yes. Before we do that. Okay. What do you, you got? You can download the Tell Them Steve Dave Fairy tale theater, right? Fairy re tale fairy re re re. Yes, you can. So yeah, tell them Steve Dave's on. These guys are Audible award winning uh, novelists, which is they amazing. Didn't, they didn't win any awards. They didn't win. Let's there's, pretend there's they no did. award, but they are on, on there. Uh, you can also get uh, tough shit life advice from a fat lazy slob who did good. Yeah, can by Kevin Smith. Yes, yes. All right. Does he Wait. mention us? I think he, I think yes. Yes, he does. All right, good deal. Vaguely, very vaguely. All right. All right, what are you reading, Mike? Flash. Oh, let's go. Flash, Flash 26. I, All right. For those of you who haven't been reading Flash, this is actually um, not the best jumping on point, but why the hell not? Jump on at 26. Um, Eobard Thawne, the reverse Flash, who just won't die. No. Well, uh, doesn't have fun. the good taste to die. 
No. Uh, he I don't want him to die. He's he, a great villain. He is a fantastic villain. He is the absolute opposite of Barry Allen, Absolutely. who is selfless and, you know, uh, the epitome of hero. Right. But uh, you've got Eobard Thawne, who drags Barry and Iris into, uh, into his home in the 25th century. Right. And he's trying to... He's, he's actually trying to psych Barry out, but he's also got Iris... And he reveals Barry's identity to Iris. He's yeah, like, look at what this coward. It, it took twenty five issues. Exactly. Look at what this coward has doesn't have the balls to tell you. Right. And he rips off his mask, says, "Flashes Barry Allen, your boyfriend." And doesn't that just piss you off? Yeah. Then he's like, "Let's let's let me show you your shitty future." Yeah. He's, he's like an an asshole, Doc Brown. Well, he is like Doc. It's basically. Back to the Future too, where it's like Barry, something's got to be done about your kids. Yeah. Because. They hate you in the future. But they resent he, you. It's actually better because he's like, not something has to be done about your kids. He's just like, I want to show you what your kids yeah. are like in yeah, the future. They destroy Central City. And there's nothing you can do about yeah, it. They destroy and, Central City. It's uh, turns out that uh, Iris and Barry have different plans right. for Eobard Thawne. Yes. And uh, this is perhaps the best last page of a flashbook I've seen in quite oh, some sure. time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite some time. Yeah. So, so yeah. In exchange for Iris's safety, uh, Barry just uh, agrees to follow Eobard into something called the Negative Speed Force. Yes. Not and, a smart thing to do, but hey. No, no. You never, you never give in to the villain, and <laughs> you never follow. Don't follow the villain. Never. Yeah. Never it's let. Gonna... Art of Sun Tzu. The Sun Tzu. The Art of War. Sorry. Right. Um, which you can probably get on Audible. Right. Sun Tzu. The Art of War. Never allow the enemy to dictate the terms of the battlefield. Yes. Ever. Ever. So, but Barry, Barry fell for one of the classical, um, one of the classical bat- battle stratagems. Yes. So I was like, wow, that was not smart, Barry. No, not at all. But hey, he might turn that to his advantage. We don't know. Barry has a, a way of turning the tables on his right. enemies. So, well, like I said, great ending. Um, Great cliffhanger ending, as you get in pretty much every issue of, of a comic book. Some are good, some are not so good. This one's great. This one's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. this All makes right. up for everything else this month. But there's some <laughs> some other there's okay. some other good ones. All right, what else you got there? I've got the Amazing Spider-Man number thirty, where Peter is forced to battle the Superior Octopus. Superior Octopus. Uh, anyone who not Sounds reading like Spider-Man? A, yes. Um, back in the day. Peter and Otto Octavius, Dr. Octopus, had switched minds. Right. Um, Otto put Peter's brain in his body and, you know, his old failing body and right. taken over his youthful, vigorous one. Right. And you thought that at the end of that, that Otto and Peter would switch back, but they didn't. Right. Otto's body perishes. And you've got Otto left in Peter's mind, right. in Peter's body. He did some good, actually. He did a lot of good. He uh, he he did everything that you would think that Spider Man could do. Yeah, he was truly the superior Spider Man. Right. Created his he created a um, a tech company to rival Stark Industries. Oh yeah, um, got multiple doctorates. And this is in his spare time. I can't even. I can't even. I, I don't I know. Even know. I, I can barely cook in my yeah, spare time. Exactly. Thank God for Blue Apron. But um, yeah, I can't read a book. Thank you, Audible.com. Wow, that's ham-fisted. I love yeah, it. Great. Good um, job, but Otto did all these things, and then 
ultimately they switch back and Peter's, you know, he came to and he's like, hey, I'm in my body again. But he didn't remember what happened in that span of a year. Right. So he's like, wow, I, I own my own company now. Yeah. Wow, I've, I've got a girlfriend. Oh, uh, wow, I'm rich. Like, yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> this is fantastic. So he puts everything, uh, all of his assets from his company to use as um, a humanitarian. Right. So this is, he is the, uh, the Bill Gates of the Marvel Universe right now. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But in the wake of uh, Secret Empire, turns out that Otto, well, actually in Clone, the, the clone conspiracy, yeah. Otto uh, jumped into one of Peter's clone bodies that Ben Riley had been, you know, brewing in a tank downstairs and taken it over and became, you know, uh, Peter's equal in almost every respect and is superior because he's got the arms. Right. And they're, <laughs> they're equal in their uh, genius level. Right. But Otto's got the edge because he's more focused. Peter's a little scatterbrained. Right. Well, He's a little more, yes. It, he he cares intellect about, wise, yes. yes. So uh, now Otto wants control of Parker Industries because he figures that hey, I built this; it's yeah, mine. Yeah. Screw you, well, Peter Parker. So, but yes. So uh, now he's he uh, he wants it back, and he's going after the Amazing Spider Man. All right, right nice. Uh, I'm going to Spider Man as well. Spider Man Two, yes, a book five years in the making, sequel yes. to uh, Sp- uh, Spider Man. Came out in 2012. Uh, why it took five years? I I don't know. I don't because know. it's five years, and they they had to let a little. Uh, oh, yeah, you you got to let the manure get in the ground, right? Yeah. All right. No, nope. <laughs> Mike has to go to the Man, bathroom. Mike, Mike has. Uh, he rented some coffee this morning. He, he did. And I got to return it before he, five he did. Mike, how many times do I have to tell you? Uh, uh, before we go on the trip, yeah, the yeah, journey, yeah. make sure you go to the bathroom first. And he never, he never listens. Uh, Miles Morales. Peter Parker in the same universe. Um, it begins with them uh, in, a, in a pickle in a very hairy situation, um, tied up upside down uh, in an airstrip, and they're trying to prevent an unknown airplane from flying away. Now, what's interesting about this is the dialogue. A lot of hurt feelings here, a lot of resentment, and we're trying to figure out why. A lot of, uh, lot of, uh, lot of stares and angers at each other, and it culminates in uh dialogue which uh, i'm gonna sp- it's not i'm not spoil a little bit where uh the the ultimate villain gets away and uh they're they're trying to lay the blame on one or the other but peter ultimately says you know what the blame is on me it's, it's my fault why is it his fault is that you know what i i knew what was going to happen i should have prevented it uh even you know even i found out who you really were and basically, it says, Miles, you have no business being Spider-Man. None of this should have happened. So, Miles Parker, Miles, Miles Peter Parker in the same universe. Nice. Yeah, uh, actually, but, excellent vamping, Ming. Yes. All right. You ever think you're alone in a, in a bathroom and you're just sitting there? Oh, is there someone taking a dump? And then you hear, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure. like, oh, no. Yeah, uh, sure, all the time. All right. Cool. Yeah, there's also a battle with the, arm- the, the poorly named Armadillo. Uh, no, he's well named, but it's, it's a poorly thought out. Super villain, right? And um, again, uh, pretty great cliffhanger at the end. Okay. So, uh, if you're wondering what happened to the Spider-Man from 2012, well, here you go. All right. You had to you had to wait a couple you had to wait a couple couple years for. Okay. It. Yeah. Darth Vader number three. Yes, when Vader we, number three. This we, is the throwdown we've been looking for. Yeah. There, the Jedi are all but extinct in uh, a uh, post Revenge of the Sith. Not all universe. of them. 
Not all of them, though. We know that there are at least two that are still alive, yes. Yoda and Obi-Wan, right. and they're in hiding. Right, and now we meet another one. He's, he's on Rumspringer. He's on Rumspringer, yeah, or something called, it starts with a B. He's on some kind of weird, like, sequestering, and uh, I'm trying, what the hell is this guy's name? Master Ishaya? Karak Infila. In, in, in Infila. In, he has a, it's not a Rumspringer, it's called, ba, like, Batha or something, where he's on, like, self-imposed exile. Yes, that's what they do. They uh, retreat from the the living world. The order, yeah. They 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 retreat from the order until they find that until it's time. Until they feel that they're ready. Well, he Darth Vader seeks him out, finds him. Basically, he's trying to get a lightsaber, and the way to get a Sith lightsaber is to take it from a Jedi. You have to take it from a and Jedi. Turn it, but turn it bad. Yeah, turn it from like a green. You blade, have to make it bleed. Make it bleed into a red, I, which I think that's that's pretty badass. Concept. That is so badass. It's a new concept that we were, we weren't uh, we didn't know about. But it makes sense because in the Harry Potter world, uh, anyone who reads Harry Potter yeah. or a fan of the the movies knows that um, if you disarm someone from their wand you you relieve a wizard of his wand yes that wand's allegiance could turn towards you right that's cool yeah yeah badass you know, what i love about this there's ultimate sh- they meet each other uh he wha- he throws out some philo- jedi philosophy it's kind of bullshit but right and then then they get down to the battle what i love vader's first move he doesn't have a lightsaber uh-huh. other guy does vader's first move is to try to force choke him yeah, and he fends it off like it's nothing. Yeah, just because yeah. this guy's been in self-imposed exile from yeah. before Vader had. So we're talking a, a matter of decades. Right. So I figured this guy's been uh, meditating and honing his right. skills for, training. for he's got, twenty years. He's got fighting droids that he's been. He he works out every day. Right. Basically, and they are adaptable and they learn from their mistakes. Right. So he can't defeat the, the robots the same way twice. No. Or the droids. Yeah. I'm sorry, not robots, droids. Yeah, so he's been kind of preparing for Robot. this. Robot. Uh, he's, he's got a little gauntlet. It's kind of like Game of Death where you have to go up different levels. Yeah. And stuff. So he's like, hey, meet me at the top. Yeah, and uh, Vader gets his ass kicked by the... Like, he is. He's not the Vader that we know yet. No, he's still, he's still learning. He's still learning to walk. Right. Rather than, you know, the Vader we know who can... Yeah, much know. less fights. So. Exactly. Although he did lay some waste at the end of Rogue One, but true that was, that was later on. So yes, that was much later. That, that was, was later. On. Again, two decades right. of this yeah. is what Vader has to face. The what he would become. Yes. So yeah, it's kind of it's cool. It's cool it's seeing uh, almost like watching the, uh, the full young circle. the young Vader Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Even though you know he's not going to die because he can't. Right. You know that he can actually get his ass beat yeah. a whole bunch of times. Yeah. All right. That Darth Vader. So thing. this is uh, pretty sorry, cool. Uh, this is rivaling the previous Darth Vader. Arc. This is. It's pretty great in a different way. Yeah, but, but we're it's... learning a lot about Vader, which I always like. So yeah. So we 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 don't know. We still don't know a lot about him. Really. And the other uh, series, the the first Darth Vader yeah. series by um, these guys as well. They show you how he consolidates his power in between. Um, the end of New Hope and the beginning of Empire. So you're like, wow, that's the badass Vader I know. Yeah. So it was written by Charles Soule. Great job, Charles. Mm-hmm. Great job. Uh, the casting. Yes. Lead up to Metal, which comes out. Dark on- Days, the casting, uh, starring mm-hmm. Batman and a host of other. Yeah, Metal comes out on August 16th, but this is the lead up to to this. Uh, if you didn't read The Forge, which came before that, um, you're going to need to pick it up. Yeah, you need to do this. <laughs> you're not going to know what's going on, so it's all right. Um, this one very Hal Jordan centric, centric, and Duke Hal Jordan centric. And Duke. 
which uh which I think is great. Packed with characters though. We got you know we got Hawkman, we got Batman, um a lot of a jo- lot of jo- when we last last left off the uh Hal Jordan and Duke found the Joker uh cooped up, locked up in Batman's the basement, his, of basement. <laughs> his basement. He's kind of creepy. Yeah. He's got so, a. Yeah, Hal Jordan's like, what the hell, man? This listen, violates all kinds of laws. Joker puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the That's hose. Pretty again. much what it is, yeah. yeah. And of course, Joker tricks them into freeing getting, him, freeing him, and um, oh yeah, we learn a lot about uh the upgrade the. The metal that they're talking about that's coming up is actually a metal called Dionysium. Yes. Which was mentioned in, uh, Scassar had mentioned before. He did. It was Dionysium was the, uh, there was the puddle or the pool that Joker had fell in, yeah. fallen into at the end of Death of the Family. Right. And it had stitched together his wounds. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's something that's actually very cool because Jeff, it started off with Jeff Johns. And let's go back to Jeff because sure. master storyteller. Jeff, um, in his Justice Society run, had introduced nth metal as not just this thing that could make Hawkman fly. Sure, it, um, it, it makes Hawkman. I mean, it, it makes <laughs> it makes Hawkman into the one of the like five or six most formidable combatants yeah. in the DC universe. Absolutely, uh, it increases his strength. It allows him to uh, to heal from wounds. Right. Protects him from the elements. Yeah. I mean. Did you ever wonder why Hawkman was bare chested when he's flying? I, I mean, it's pretty cut, so I never it, really wondered about oh, it. Oh, because when you're cut, you can't feel you know cold well, or like heat. Hawkman I was like, all right, he's you know he's he, he's he, a psycho. He likes I, the cold. Yeah. No, no, it's it protects him from that. It allows him uh, a certain amount of invulnerability, right, right? And it it binds his wounds and heals him quickly. Yeah. So this is and it's it's got to take a toll. Right. But it also the nth metal also. Uh, keeps his spirit trapped on the earthly plane. Yep. So we're going to find out why. Yeah. But this metal, Batman's seeking it out. Dionysium. It'll, it'll link it'll, it'll link light and dark. And uh, and he finds out from Diana, Wonder Woman, that... Finding out through a lot of people. A yes. lot of people are trying to prevent him from finding this. Yeah, the, probably, the Guardians may of the be Universe not really it's happy it's about it's metal, his quest. This metal may be le- best left unfound. Possibly. Actually. That's but, what it's um, looking like. It's they they say it's runoff from the forge of uh, Hephaestus. Yes, Hephaestus, who we all know is yeah. um, the armor of the gods. Yeah, we don't all know that, but I'm telling you, right. So he's he's the dude who who makes all this yeah. stuff like Elsa, Vulcan. Oscar mentions the quarter owls in here, uh, and they mention the battle between the birds and the uh, not the bats, the birds and the owls, and they introduce a bunch of the immortals in the DC universe. Yeah, Rachel Ghoul. Yes. Immortal Man. Yeah, see, Talia. Uh, this book is packed, my friend. Yes. This book is packed. Well worth a four ninety nine. Right. That you will drop this week. <laughs> and you have your choice of three separate covers. Yeah, because you have to. Uh, I see you have a hardcover there. What do you got there? I do. Uh, it's the Justice League Rebirth uh, Deluxe Edition. I just wanted to throw oh, this nice. out there that uh, DC is putting together its trade paperbacks into hardcovers, which yeah. are going to look great on my bookshelf. They will. Um, That's cool. Yeah, uh, I love this. Um, it's Brian Hitch, Tony Daniels, and it's you know a host of others who contributed. Nice, pick I it up. I could read how, their name. How much? It's the uh, yes. This is thirty four ninety nine. That's very still reasonable. not a bad price point for what you're getting. So very it's reasonable. Two trade paperbacks in one available here at Jensen Box. It is, and the artwork is stretched out so. 
I'm, I'm a big proponent of that. If you make the artwork bigger, you can see more detail. Yeah, absolutely. So, right. plus I'm old and my eyes are going. Uh, Need me my Metamucil. Uh, uh, all right, cool. But with no further ado, let's... Um, Blue Juice Comics. Blue Juice Comics. Everyone. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Wait, are, did we start? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah we'll just, oh. yeah, we'll just start okay. now. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Uh, welcome to the, uh, the gentleman from Blue Juice Comics Films and, and Nick Adrian. Uh, so, two more. Let's start to my left. Mr. Tom Mum. Uh, well, I'm, I'm so flustered by this. I don't even know when we started. Like, I don't, I don't know how that, what's going on here. We're just hello, hello, everyone. I yeah. guess that's, I guess that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> you act like you're, you're a little rusty. It's okay. Well, I'm just so used to the uh, like hello, hello everybody. everybody yeah, I know. To... I am too. We'll cut. We're cutting this one in though. Okay. We gotta go see Spider-Man: Homecoming, man. We. It's what time is it now? It's seven o'clock. We have an eight fifteen showing. At yeah. The AMC, so you know what we, gotta, we could we do is talk about. Oh, we're gonna go see it, and then at the well, we can come back. Not mm-hmm. not tonight, but at Another a future day. date. We'll talk and about all of our hopes and dreams we have for this movie. We will time warp. <laughs> we will talk about hopes and dreams now, and then time warp and talk about how great or sucky it was. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the gentleman to my right, Mr. Mike Coran, also from uh, the, one of the Blue Juice guys. One of the. Uh, one of the flew all the way up here just a podcast. Uh, not true. <laughs> uh, he's the author of author and creator of Ether and Empire. Yes. one of the Blue Juice books. We came up for a con this weekend. In, I fly wherever Tom uh, Tom Mum will fly me. Yes, exactly. All right, sitting across from me, Mister Nick Adrian. Hello. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yes, Red Bank. Good to yeah. see you. Good to see you. Nick, Nick just got here today. It's his first day. I know we we were uh, we were messing around. So we started like three days ago, and we were like, "Where's Nick?" He went on vacation, and we were we were like, "How dare he schedule a vacation?" Uh, but it wasn't during was comic working. book man. So. Yeah, but uh, for for all we know, you were on vacation. Everyone said you were on vacation. Shirking I can your prove duties. I wasn't on vacation. You have a doctor's really note. It's got the <laughs> Facebook photos <laughs> of the, Tahiti to prove that he I was can, not on vacation. I can show you footage from you know that we shot for the other show. Yeah. So since I got yeah. a couple of Blue Juice guys here, uh, mm-hmm. we kind of hinted at this. We may have announced it. I can't remember, but. Coming back soon is the Ming and Mike podcast studio, Yay. but with an addition. It's not uh, a secret headquarters now either. No, right? secret head. No, like we can legitimately say that we're you, you have a space. Yes, we have found a space. We put it on deposit, um, and the rent is going to the correct landlord. Right, rent is right. going to the correct landlord, and uh, I'm proud to announce that we now have backing sponsorship, and uh, we've always had the support, but now it's officially the Blue Juice Comics. And films podcast studio. Oh, I like how it's Blue Juice Comics oh. and films. Yeah, we got all studio. you guys in I there. I just thought it was so. Okay, so explain this to me. It's the Blue Juice Comics Shared Universe Podcast That's Studio. So Is that long. right? Yeah. I get depending on what. Oh, press, can, you, can you audition it? Can you rehearse it for me? Like, can, give name? me the give me the opening. What you, uh, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. everybody, and welcome to Isol Comics, the week comes pro, the Mike and Ming broadcasting from. The Blue Juice Comics and Films Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Yeah, you got to work on that. Located. Yes. That's what? my first one. <laughs> that, was silk- you know, that was good? That was silky smooth. Well, he's got yeah, goosebumps. I thought so. He's actually, Mike actually has I'm goosebumps. I'm excited about it. He is. So just what's the name of the business, though, without the intro? It's a, a Shared Universe Podcast Studio. It's a name that Mike came up with. Uh, you know, right. all of our all the universes that we dabble in, comics, film, pop culture, uh, you know, writing, music, whatever, uh, all of our shared universes come together as one so in Blue this Juice podcast. So, Blue Juice isn't in the official name of the place, but it's in it's in when you intro the show. We're the sponsor. We're like you know the Sprint Cup presents NASCAR. I got you. It's going to look like a NASCAR. It's uh, nothing like that, but it's the, like that. the like, Ed Healy Variety Hour so, brought to you by Geritol. That's exactly what it is. It's not like the Staples Center. It's not going to be called. Shared universe, blue juice, it, films, and blue. Only because comics. the Staples Center was taken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it actually you know, is like you're not like I'm going to go to the center. No, you're like I'm going to go to the Staples Center. Like they're sponsoring right. it, but it's the title of the place too. Yeah. 
So you're you're it's like it's going to be called Shared Universe, sponsored by. Blue yeah, but no, but I, but Blue Juice has to be first. That's yeah, it. it's in the rider. It's the Blue Juice <laughs> films. And I think Nick's trying to kill the joy a little bit. Yeah, right. I know. He's trying to understand. It's negative Nick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to put, put the, the phone number. You have not realized that Nick is, just, is actually Eeyore. He's Eeyore incarnate. Called. He's like, oh, it's not really Blue Juice. I'm sure it is really Blue Juice. I just want to know. I want everyone listening to know when they type it into their GPS, how to get there. I don't want them getting lost. Oh, well, that's... Is that going to happen? Is that a thing? You can type it into the Google Maps and it... <laughs> yeah, should, let's do it. Hey, yeah. man, Dude, you guys are title sponsors. Yes, let's do that. Happen. Google Maps is taking photos in the stash today. I know. What was that so all about? So people who, you know, can't travel here can see what it looks like inside. Oh, so you can not only street view, but you can interior you can, view? You is that what they're the going for? You click on the door and they're going to go in. Is this proprietary are information? Are they going to do that for every something? house in America? Because that would rule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to go into like you know Eva Longoria's house and uh, and uh, that's and who you pick, Scarlett Johansson's <laughs> house. Right, yeah, all right, now we're talking. And, oh, uh, there's, there's Grandma and her moo moo. <laughs> yeah, because that's more likely. What yeah, it is. no, it's all this catfish shit. We know, would like some lady in her in a moo moo. We would love to work you into the Google Maps. Why not? Yeah. Why not? As title oh, you know sponsors, what? I'm, I'm very proud to say. I don't know if you knew this, man. Yeah, I think we talked about it. Okay, Blue Juice Comics is officially on Wikipedia now. No way. We are officially... Did you know that, Nick? I we didn't. are officially on Wikipedia. He's, he's not I, lying. You should be. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, no kidding. I, I, I know you've been there for a while. No, Zapsic's still not there. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. I think um, I, I think he's... Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 I think he's a little miffed about that. Yeah. So if uh, anybody has a, the power to add Mike Zapsic to Wikipedia, please do, because he's... We, we have the power to rub it in his nose. That's what okay. we have. Okay, okay, yeah. Are, what? Are you on... I am well. Here's here's how it works. Uh, for any of Wikipedia, it um, you can put it, anyone can put in an entry, but you need to cite sources such as a article or an interview, press or press. And Ming, Mike's. I love the press. Ming is a press whore. I am. I will talk to anybody, and I will give you know. I give a pretty decent interview at this point. I've done it a couple of times before. Mike, press unfriendly. Doesn't want to talk to any. <laughs> he will if I do it, or, or if someone puts a microphone in front of us at a con. Mm. But uh, for the most part, hasn't done a lot of interviews, and it. That's why they keep rejecting his entry. They keep rejecting his entry? entry? That's what I've no, heard. Sure. I met the guy who put my entry in. Uh-huh. I actually met him at a con. So he came up to the booth and was like, I want an autograph. And by the way, I got you on Wikipedia, so can I get a free autograph? I gave him a free autograph. Of course. So, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it was the least I could do. But so was, how did he approach you? He was like, I, I'm the guy who got you on Wikipedia? Yeah, exactly. Was Mike, was Mike there when this happened? Mike wasn't at that con, but he told <laughs> me he tried that. to get Mike in as well because uh, well, as Mike a... was at home trying to get on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> As a, because anyone can be a Wikipedia editor. I think you have to. Yeah. Uh, there's an application process or something or background checks. I don't know. Which makes Wikipedia the most trusted name <laughs> in news. Yeah, right. They're pretty. It's, fake news, it's Wikipedia. getting up there, actually. It's yeah, strange, but it's it really happening. is. It really yeah. is. They're uh, in school, like my kids aren't allowed to cite Wikipedia uh, in like a book report or something like that, or in some sort of report. But you know, we, we reference Wikipedia on the show all the yep. time. Even you know, absolutely, like is the first place you go when you're What's looking for. What's the point of culture? growing up in this day and age if you can't cite the internet? No, yeah. You can cite the internet. Right. You can cite articles, but Wikipedia you can't cite Wikipedia. Is the internet. But, but, the, but the weird thing is, right? Like, so Wikipedia needs citations, right? Right. And they get the citations from the articles. Right. So couldn't they? Sure. Like, to me, it's becoming more reliable be because anyone can make a website that says anything. Mm-hmm. At least Wikipedia is like, prove it. Whereas yeah. other people are just like, nope. Yep. Well, I've, been, I've been trying to get us on Wikipedia for a while. Yes. And, and I just haven't been able to because I just don't, the process is kind of convoluted. Yeah. But I noticed when when our Wikipedia page actually came up, all of the citations 
were used from press releases that I had written. Yes. So technically, you I cited got yourself. <laughs> I didn't cite myself, right. but the people who were citing our page was stuff that I wrote. Yeah. Already. So my favorite citation is, uh, you know, Blue Jersey Comics as heard on I Sell Comics. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so. Which I don't, I Sell Comics is not on Wikipedia. I think I don't it, think. I don't think I, it is. I'll have to double check. If well, not, they then, should be because they're being cited for, <laughs> right. you know, a source yeah. for Blue Juice Comics. Yeah. And, you, and tell them Steve Dave is on Wikipedia, they but are. they have a warning up top that says that they're not notable right. enough. Yeah. Like, that they're kind of on probation yeah. that they're not notable. <laughs> that's which the, is ridiculous. That's to me the really that's the really braggy part that we're talking about. We're yeah. notable. <laughs> oh, you don't have the, you don't have the did, same citation. We did have that citation, and then it went away. Mm. So somebody it must be like a review something process. under the hood. There's some sort of you go to a restaurant that says grade pending, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. should I eat here or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you for jumping in the sponsorship. Congratulations oh, on yes. the Wikipedia entry. May, may this be a long and fruitful partnership. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, and that's. I think that's part of the reason why, like, we it won't be Blue Juice Comics, uh, like in Google Maps, because you know who knows? Maybe we don't want to renew the contract after a year. Right, right, gotcha, <laughs> you know? gotcha. what, if I, what if it sucks? If the podcast <laughs> sucks, then. I thought we were locked into a five year agreement for well, no, like no, no, two point no. five million dollars. Uh, I've, I've signed no such contract. Ah, I see. Okay. All right. Well, I, I want to work you, you guys in there as like much as possible. Or <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. But Blue Jersey, what's going on? Give us an update. You are uh, your long longtime friends of yeah. I Saw Comics. Um, chronicled the creation of your first comic book. You guys have grown to a massive size, taking over the world, going to cons around the world. What's going on right Including now? Morris Getting County on Jersey. Wikipedia. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're on Wikipedia. I mean, you guys are ballers now. You know, uh, we're not ballers. Okay. That's why we can't afford that two point five million dollars. Right. Okay. Maybe not basketball, but maybe like a ping pong ball. Right yeah, now, the, that we are ping pong. Okay, ballers, but you're a ball. Sure. You're still a ball. Uh, still <laughs> a ball. You're a baller. What's going so on right now? Ball jokes. Um, we are. So we have fifteen issues of the accelerators out in three trade paperbacks, and sixteen issue sixteen should be coming out sometime either at the end of this year oh, or next man. year. Uh, sixteen is is uh, written, penciled, and inked. Seventeen. I've literally been waiting for a script from Ronnie from Ronnie Porto okay. for like three months now, and. And he's busy, like he's busy, you know, making movies, like so, uh, actual movies, screenplays, writing, writing yes. screenplays, yeah. getting movies made. So he's been a little busy, but uh, yeah, you can't really bust the guy's balls no, that bad. Not at all, not at all. So, and then you know, we're we're dabbling with. Uh, we've there's been some TV show and movie interest that I can't really talk about. Oh, fully, okay, but there's but been a little bit of that going no. on, which is always seriously. Good. Yeah, but okay. you know, it's a, it's a crazy long process. With sure, all this. Like, even Walking Dead took ten years to get actually made it did you know um uh there it's, it's kind of exciting now because there's a lot of uh new media and there's a lot of other places to distribute it's not just you know movie and tv it's right. also there's there's netflix's and amazon's and, and, and uh, hulu's and, and we're really superstitious so if you say anything then you've basically screwed yourself yeah so oh exactly. really it's, it's oh, like I just jinxed it's you? like Sorry. not talking about it's like you know when there's a pregnancy and you don't want to announce it to anybody sure until it's further enough along so which this is just stuff kind that, of ghastly if you think about it which part? I think that's a different. That's way worse. Well, not talking about your pregnancy until you're sure it's it's gonna live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that is kind of ghastly. That's awful. And maybe it was a terrible yeah. analogy to it make. Probably <laughs> was, but it's a perfect analogy. It's a perfect though. analogy. It, it is. Yeah, but you're still a monster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm an asshole. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, I don't want to jinx you guys any further, but. Uh, any I, further, like, but I, 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 <laughs> all right, I okay, I don't want to jinx you guys at all. I don't want to jinx you any further than I already have. Yeah, you know, like. I've said from the very beginning, I want to see this as a TV and/or yeah. movie, and that that would like sitting there at the premiere. Yeah, that's that would I, I'm I'll, I will have the biggest 
shooting grin, grin on my face yeah, but when I, that happened. I, I think a lot of people out there don't realize how long a process and crazy a process yeah. it is to get anything made. Right. You know, um, I was talking to uh, an artist this weekend at a con who did a, a great book called The Stuff of Legend, uh, C.P. Wilson. Yeah. Did a great... Uh, he's, he's the... Um, He's the artist on a great book called Stuff of Legend. If you've never read Stuff of Legend, New York Times bestseller. Oh, New York Times, uh, so amazing. It's like Toy Story meets Sam Winnie the Pooh, Pooh meets and Winnie the Pooh. Tim Burton. You know, it's about this uh, this little kid who little kid in like 1940s London who who has all of his toys in his bedroom and everything, and he, the the boogeyman like uh, kidnaps him into the closet, and the toys have to go into the closet to save him. And it's such so it's a, like Stranger Things for toys. Yeah, Stranger Things or, or you know, like Toy Story is a good one. It's as, as if, you know, uh, Woody and Buzz had to go and save Andy from the darkness. Yeah, you know, from this I other love land. that. And so it's like a teddy bear in the real world. And then once it goes into the darkness, it becomes uh, a real bear. You okay. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they have all these like battles a big, and wars. Giant, ferocious looking. Exactly, exactly. It's such a great book. Bear. Such a great book. And they got optioned by Disney. Pretty quickly, yeah, and and Disney just keeps renewing that option for right. like years. So it's been in development for like six years. Yeah, um, so everything's a long process. So uh, it's amazing that anything ever gets made. But Disney might be kind of shining a spotlight on us indies. Uh, that's the rumor, anyway. What do you mean? Well, that's what that guy was saying at the, the con this weekend. What was he saying? That the Disney's looking at indie stuff. Oh, as looking at you know they already the, have the yeah, Star Wars I mean, and the Marvel right, and all that yeah, stuff. So right, yeah, exactly. What else can they own that's new? You know? Yeah, yeah. Todd McFarlane told me said the very same thing at a con yeah. we were at together. He's like, listen, uh, like all the big properties have been right been bought up already it's a great time to be an indie creator right now because they're <clears throat> buying original content right because they're buying all those too in yeah. the hopes that maybe one will hit yeah and if it doesn't you know no skin off their back and, that, and that's kind of been going on a little bit forever because lots of times dreamworks will just buy a property just to get it off the market yeah. from anyone else they don't know what they're going to do with it but they'll option it not buy it but option it and they'll just kind of sit on it and not quite figure out how to develop it. That, right. That's been happening. But now you're right. It's like, all, uh, you know, everyone's looking for the next new thing. Everyone's looking Everyone, for Stranger Things at this point. Yeah. Everyone's afraid like, they're going to miss the yeah. next new yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're buying things out of panic. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a creator out there, like, start creating because now's a great time to be doing it. And get it out into the world. Yeah. You know, that was the whole thing we did with, uh, with the accelerators. We had screenplays, but nobody could ever, nobody would ever look at a screenplay. You yeah. make your own franchise, and that's when people go, hey, this isn't a real thing. You mm, know? Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. And uh, unlike other people, you guys have interest already. Some, most people are just still pitching. They can't yeah. even get to that point. Right. So, so kind of your lucky well, start. We're still doing gentlemen. that. <laughs> we still have well, to pitch. Yeah. But you guys know how to pitch. You guys actually pitch instead if of If that were true, then I think there would already be something that that was made. I have know? every confidence in the world. The Accelerator is such a, is such a righteously kick-ass idea. Mm-hmm. It was designed. It's, it, it's meant to be a badass series. And on some science fiction on channel. any science fiction channel right. or whatever. Right. It's... it's it's and then there's Ether and Empire. Yeah, no, I wholeheartedly agree. What's the what's the status of Ether and Empire, my friend? Wanna, I didn't want to brag. Right, <laughs> <laughs> book, books been looking great. Been reading great. Um, uh, what issue are you at right now? Um, we've we've got the first six. That's the you know the the trade is out. That's it's, a milestone right there. You getting that first trade, man? Yeah. Um, oh man, it felt good. It looks good. It uh, it feels good. My, Mike had a very good moment, a uh, uh, fanboy moment at. 
at Morristown, the, yeah. the Garden State Comic Fest that we were just at. When we, he was sitting at the booth, he likes to spend time at the booth. I don't like to be at the booth at all, so I'm always running around. Yeah, and I'm supposed to be at my booth, and like yeah. I can, it's like, where's Ming? He's That's like, why I love when you and I are t- at yeah, cons yeah. together because it's, we both hate being at the booth. The tumbleweed spends more time at the booth than Tom does. Right. <laughs> but I feel if I'm not at the booth, the minute I walk away from the booth, mm-hmm. that's when the guy's going to come by who wants to buy every single and copy you're, of it. You're, and, you're exactly right. And all right, he's not here. Later. Right. 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 So what happened? Um, what was your the little well, fanboy I'm a, moment? I'm a big fan of Billy Tucci. Yes. Who was that's there? That's not what I was talking about. That's not what go you're ahead. talking no, about. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. well. So I'm a Billy big Tucci fan of Billy Tucci. She. She is one of his she biggest and Sergeant Rock. Sergeant and, Rock. I mean, you know, he and I are both in the Airborne, so there's, you know, I've I've met him a couple times, and you know, we kind of had that in common. And so I went over to, you know, drop off a bunch of books to him. He's been he's been following the series, and um, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. So since the last time I saw him. The whole rest of the, you know, you were at a con where you had two um, issues out, and he was there. Uh, this and that's was how you guys... this was MegaCon last year. Okay, I had issues one and two out, right. and he he really liked it. So I um I went over. We were at Garden State this weekend, and I went over and dropped off the rest of it. And he called me a steampunk genius. Whoa, <laughs> which is what you are. I swooned like a teen girl. He did. Yeah, this book very steampunk influenced. And it was well, hard for him to walk back to the booth with his boner. I know, right, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was walking a couple inches off the ground. Right. We went to the bathroom, pissed in his face. Like, he was like, wow. Wait, pissed in Billy Tucci's face? No, like, no, what pissed in his own face. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's cool. That, yeah, I grew up reading She in college, and then years later when Comic One came out, we were at MegaCon in Orlando 2014. Yeah, and that he, was fun. Follow me into the bathroom. True yeah, story. that was Billy Tucci that I, was in the bathroom. Follow me in the bathroom. I came in. I'm on sorry. On purpose? Yeah. Or just I was like a comic? And you, and, we you, were, and you pissed in his face. I pissed in his face. Yeah, I, I did, no, I did not piss oh, in his face. Oh, why are you so close? <laughs> yeah, but well, we were... <laughs> Billy's not going to take that line no, down. No, no. Yeah, we were... That guy's going to throw elbows. Yeah, we were uh, We were at the outdoor bar. I was going in to go to the bathroom, and he came in. He was like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to follow you in the bathroom, but I just wanted to let you know I, I watched the show. I love the show. I love what you guys are doing. And uh, I'm Billy Tucci. I was like, holy shit. I just had to Frickin- see your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't care. Like, this guy, you know, I hold this Billy Tucci in such high regard. Uh, you know, he's... he's. Oh, and in, in person, he's such a great, he, yeah, excitable he really is. guy. He's yeah. so awesome. Great energy. Like, wants to be at the con. Um, fun guy. Like, oh, exactly the guy you want... Well, if you go and you, you meet a creator of one of your favorite books, he's the guy that you want to meet. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I see him maybe two or three times a year at cons. And it, it just yeah, it just reminds me. These guys are cool, man. These guys are just really good guys. They love comics. They love they love what they're doing. They love to create, and it's pretty awesome. But when that, you know, we're all fans of them. Yeah. So when they say something like that, yeah, that's it's surreal. Is that going to go on the quote in the trade? I like well, we, we were saying that we were saying that that we had to put that on the back. Oh, you can't. You have to. Steampunk genius. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Have to. Yeah. 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 Well, back, what back was the thing trade. you were going to say? Um, the Flash. Oh, John Wesley Ship. Uh, Did something happen there? That was really He was cool. also at the, your convention. <laughs> um, I don't know. You, uh, I wasn't there. You tell no, me. You, well, you weren't there, but Tom's, uh, Tom's pretty good at making sure that the, the green room is stocked with, um, with Blue Juice comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time and I have... Um, yeah, them. at these cons, usually there's a green and, room where the guests and celebrities get to it, hang out. And, and I'm usually not allowed in there, but we get I you go in, in anyway. Yeah, and then uh, you know, all of a sudden, magically, on all the tables... 
is uh, stacks of Blue Juice comics. <laughs> but Tom could bullshit his way into the gold reserve at Fort Knox. He could. He's really good at that. And, he'd show um, up at the gate eating a big soft pretzel, and, he, and they just assume that he's supposed that's to a, be that's, there. That's, so. a, that's, a, that's a reference to a different story. When yeah. I, I, We were doing a film festival in, I guess, 2003, and we were in New York. It was The film festival was on the Intrepid, you know, the um, yeah. aircraft carrier. And you had never been to New York, I think, or you had... No, I had as a kid. Yeah, as a kid. And so we had some time to kill, and I was like, you guys, we were walking through Times Square, because he hadn't seen Times Square, and I was like, you guys want to um, go to the uh, David Letterman show? Right? And I have no contact with the David Letterman sure. show at all. But I know how it works. They stand outside with clipboards. Right, and you have to and answer they, a trivia question and, 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 and all And they this. basically look, they search for people, and then they go, they go up to those, per- those people and say, do you want to be, you want to sit in on David Letterman yeah. show? You have to look like so you don't. You want, have to you look, have to look, look like, like you, you don't aren't want there for the David Letterman <laughs> yes. show. You have to look like the biggest fucking tourist right. in the world. So I was like, "All right, this is what we're gonna do." Hold on a second, and I went over and I bought the biggest giant soft pretzel from the cart that you could possibly <laughs> yeah. buy. He, he told the vendor, "He's like, no, not that one. Yeah, not yeah. that one. <laughs> that one. one. Yeah. The most obnoxiously large soft pretzel." And as we walk by, he jams like he has a he he takes a huge, huge bite, bite out of his soft and pretzel. Like, yeah, he's like chopping oh, on it. Oh, yeah, okay. And, and, it, like and holding like, it like uh, you had never held a New York pretzel before. Right, you know? right. Like You're like re- holding like he's it. reading a book out loud yeah, exactly. and yeah. from this pretzel. Like sandals, socks, everything. Yes. Okay. Within seconds, yeah. the little PA, the PA with the clipboard comes up and goes, you guys want to see David Letterman? And we're like, I, what? what? Us? Uh, okay, oh, oh. like that sounds awesome. Let's yeah. do that. I get to be like, I get to watch the show. Yeah. Like, oh, Kali G Wiz. Yeah, exa- exactly. And you exactly made it in, and we got in. We got in like that. Holy crap. <laughs> to, to this day, Mike Moscone, one of the other Blue Juice owners, Mike is Mike, Mike Moscone, and I, we, we we talk about this moment with with reverence and awe. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, <laughs> he had it down to the, the such a nuanced yeah. performance. Oh yeah, you're a master. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in the uh, one, you know one. Pretzel. One yeah. pretzel. One That's soft, it. big old soft pretzel. You know, the, uh, when you're trying to get to somewhere where you're not really supposed to be, there are three types of people. They're, they're the one who's kind of meek and timid, and they always get kicked out because they can in. smell Never fear in. like a yeah. mile away. <laughs> they're the people. There's the, my wife's like that. It's like, I'm not supposed I don't think yeah, I'm my, supposed to my be wife's there, like that. so I don't think I should do it. Yeah. And I just have to just follow. Just yeah. follow my lead. Then on the other end of the spectrum, there are people who are like, do you know who I am? They muscle their way, even though they're complete nobodies. Right. But they act like that, and sometimes it works. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, it I get, you know, they'll fail, but you know, the times it does work, it works out brilliantly. Yeah, and then they're the people who act like that they belong there, and they that's you before. and I, that's me and you. That's we we act like we belong there, and that if they stop us, they're gonna they're gonna get in trouble, so we just walk right in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, it's really it's, it's great. The, it's the story of our con life. Like you know, guys like me, I like being at the booth. I like being down in the trenches. I'm I'm, I'm selling. I'm talking to people. And then you know we know that Tom is is floating around the cons, and we will get these texts from him. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go right to the you know the mountaintop where at MegaCon last year, and we get this text from Tom. Hey guys, I'm not gonna be there for a while. I'm driving Stanley to the airport. Yeah, <laughs> wait, oh, 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 back up. How did this happen? I, I didn't drive Stanley okay. to the airport. You rode with him. I but assume I... he was texting with a mouthful of pretzel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't get a New York pretzel in front of Stanley. <laughs> sure. That doesn't work. It's a different tactic at that point. Right. Um, no, I was. Uh, I have a friend who she's in charge of the loading dock of when sure. the celebrities come in mm-hmm. and out. So I would just hang out at the loading dock yeah. with her, uh, and just happened to be there when Stan was leaving to go back to the airport. And right. when he had gotten there last year, uh, when he had gotten there originally, 
there were mobs of people. Like he was there. Um, Frank Miller was there. Sure, and Miller so, didn't do that many appearances. Right. So people would buy tickets, uh, like airplane tickets, on like Spirit Air. Oh, just to wait at the just gate. Just to be able to go to through security yeah. to wait at the gate that their plane was landing at to, right. to basically wow. mob Frank Miller as he gets off the plane to say, can I get your autograph? And it's obviously like eBay. They're you know, sellers. are selling it on eBay. They're resellers. It's not like little kids who no. are, you know, Oh, family. absolutely oh. not. They, they have it down to a science. Yeah. Where they, this is what they do for a living, some of them. Mm -hmm. It's the resale autographs that right. they get at the airport. And they got to get there. So, um, you know, so what happened was they were mobbed on the way in, and they were afraid they were going to be mobbed on the way out. Mm -hmm. um, Stan's people were afraid that they were going to be mobbed on the way out. So I was sitting there on the back loading dock, and Mega, uh, the people from Megacon came up to the girl that I was with, who was in charge of getting the people into their car right. and getting them to the airport. And said, uh, we're afraid we're going to be mobbed, and we don't have enough security to take Stan to the airport. And she turns to me and goes, do you want to be security guard for Stan Lee? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want yeah. to be security guard <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Stan yeah. Lee, you know? So, so do you have to shove anyone in the face? And like, get back. Well, so then they bring – so the other security guard who was actually a Megacon guy was a former Marine Corps guy. And he was like six foot five yeah. and massive. And right. I had to stand next to this guy. Um, so uh, – so then Max, who's Stanley's guy, right. was like, we can't just have anybody go. And I was like, Max, you know, I work on Comic Book Men. I met you back in blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Max was like, oh, yeah, man, that's great. Yeah, thanks for helping you out. You get so, in. So, yeah, so then I end up in the... In you didn't tr try anything funny the last time I met you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're good. Exactly. You've so, been vetted. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so we hopped into the giant like sprinter van right. and, and we ended up driving to the airport and these guys are like, Hey, we need you at the booth. And I'm like, I'm a little busy right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm driving Stanley to the airport. So we show up to the airport, uh, Orlando airport and there are five or six cops there waiting for the arrival of a VIP, right? which is Stan, yes. of course. And we get out, we get out of the sprinter van and all the cops are like, to me and the big security guard, right. like, you know, we're here to support whatever you guys need. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'm not a fucking security guard. Right, right. Like, I'm this dude who was selling comics five like, minutes ago. Delta Charlie, like Foxtrot. Right, like, exactly. yes, sir. All right, yes, sir. Omega. Exactly. Yeah. So we're walking through the Orlando airport surrounded by cops with me on one side, standing in the middle and the big six foot, seven foot guy in the, um, next to him. Yeah. Like we're muscle. Right. And we bring him all the way to security, get him through security. <laughs> yeah. There was nobody there to bother him, by the way. Like right. no one knew he was flying out. It just sure, was sure. But moment. Tom is still walking with his arm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's walking like he's I was a bouncer up. standing I was, outside. I was trying bar. to be as big as the, the guy that was <laughs> yeah, on the other yeah, side yeah. of Stanley, Marine Corps guy. Right. And I'm just pretending like I'm supposed to be there. With Probably had an accelerator shirt on. Too right, yeah, time. probably. Or at least a Blue Juice film <laughs> exactly, shirt. Exactly. So and we went to security and got him through, and that was it. It was funny. Wow. All right. Yeah. Add that one to the resume, man. Yeah, security guard for Stanley. Yeah. 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 The life experience. Uh, John Wesley. So, shirt. yeah. So, oh, sorry. So, anyway, uh, that. <laughs> Gigantic tangent aside, um, Tom usually keeps the the green room stocked with with stuff for people to sure. read, and um, and so the second day of the con, John Wesley ship uh, shows up in the morning, and he's he you know he's walking through um, through the ice rink, yeah, which is where which the, is where the, where the con was, the con at, yes. was, and and I mean. Another side note: the guy looks fantastic. He does. Been been working out. Yeah, it looks I mean, great. Other people at the con a little squishy these days, sure. but John Wesley's <laughs> yeah, ship looks he's carved out shape. of iron. Right. He looks really good. He does. So he he's walking with you know with a couple of other people, um, and he like stops, like breaks, screeching, double take, kind of a halt because yeah. he sees the book which was in the you know, which was in the green room, and he stops and he walks over to the booth and he picks it up and he's like, hey, I saw this in the green room, and he's flipping through it. And he's like, this was fantastic. He, he read it. 
I don't know if he read it. He at least flipped through and saw the art, which, okay. of course, I did not do myself. Sure. But, yeah. And did you give him the pitch? It's like, yeah, um, mine not. Was, it, I, I, was I, it either I, an empire? It yeah. was either an empire. Oh, he's like, yeah. hey, you know I wrote that, right? Um. I can't remember if I said that. You were I'm pretty sure you didn't. I w- you were like, can I suck your dick? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you look fantastic. Yeah, you look fantastic, sir. Look, he, all right, look. You were Pacey's dad? Was it Pace? I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was, it was Dawson's dad. No, he's no Stamos, but he shops in the same stores. Okay, what, I, is John I, Stamos? <laughs> well, what? You know this? Like, um, <laughs> I met Stamos. Oh, in once. terms of like people who haven't let themselves go, you mean? No, yeah. Stamos is ridiculously good looking. Oh, you mean really good looking? Like, okay, I, I don't like, know how we got on this, but okay, yeah, I, I concur. I, sure. I, I can loop this in. Uh, <laughs> oh, here John we go. Stamos once snuck into a place he wasn't supposed to be where I was, actually. You were the you were the, <laughs> you were the allowing him or not allowing no, him? I was working on a show uh, called Smash on NBC, and... I think Stamos, he wasn't doing a show at the time. I think he really wanted to be on the show. So, like, on the lunch break, he, like, came into the building. And, like, wow. we're all like, what the fuck is John Stamos you doing to, here? You had to bounce John Stamos. I didn't, bounce him. I didn't bounce him. He knew hey, somebody. But all right, Stamos. I was just like, what the fuck Did, did he say, you know, doing? don't you know who I am? No, and you're like, you're Bob that. Saget, right? Yeah. I think. Right. <laughs> Are you, aren't you Uncle Joey? He's like, no, I'm the other one. No. Wow. Well, that's cool, man. Um, He's yeah. one of the featured guests at the con. Right. Yeah, so he stopped and the Flash he twice the book and showed it to the people he was with and saying how much he liked the art and um, and so I asked him if you know if he if he'd get, taken one from right. the room and he was like, here, take that one. Yeah. No, you were only yeah, uh, I mean fifteen dollars, please. <laughs> yeah, right. He, um, so he yeah, he was, he was for you twenty. He was yeah. kind of hesitant, like he didn't want to take it for free. I'm like, no, man, it's all right. Yeah. Oh, really? You wanted to pay for it? Just tweet about it. I, I think he would rather have just put it down and walked away. Yeah, so not take it at all. Not take it at all. But um, so he walked by and it was out of eye shot and like and right he, in the garbage I mean, can. He, he said, "I could, you know." He said, "If you want a picture, come on over." And I, of course, never leave the booth. So oh uh, man, you'll you get the picture, picture bro. I know. So, all right, that's okay. Next time he'll remember you. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we do a lot of cons with him. He's a he's a he's a good dude. He's like, dude. you're that cashier for that comic company. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the cashier. <laughs> that, yeah, that blue milk production. <laughs> I, you know, Thanks, Nick. Just, <laughs> this is, this is sure ultimately. You don't remember if you said you wrote it or not. This is ultimately. I want him to know you wrote it. Turn into. You just hear that, John Wesley Ship? <laughs> <laughs> now I want him to know I wrote it. That awkward guy that was <laughs> that awkward guy that did not sign it because yeah I mean, that's the thing that, I, was, I, I thought was, that I think that would have been funny like I if you give it to him some, and you're like do you want me to sign that for you yeah. that'll be sixty dollars I was, <laughs> you know, right. how, how does it feel sixty bucks for an autograph how does yeah, it feel right. John Wesley Ship <laughs> yeah wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, the, the not signing it thing that was that was me being a little shell shocked. It was yeah. first thing in the morning. I wasn't right. ready for that. Yeah. Right. Wow. But, um, also, I don't know, man. It's hard to presume that people want your autograph. I mean, maybe that's just me, but like, it's weird when like people don't realize, and you're like, you know, it's weird when people try to offer their autograph and the person doesn't yeah. want it. It's like, do you want me to sign it? And they're like, no. They're like, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Well, okay. well, I guess. I guess you could sign yeah. it, but sign it on the inside of the yeah, yeah. front cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that awkward thing. Like, uh, I want to sign it for you. But right. What were you about to say? I don't want to turn it. You know, this is ultimately just turning in like a name dropping. That's session, fine. But, hey, uh, what do you think me and Mike do for an hour each week? I know. But the, <laughs> but the, the 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 special guest at the con was Dean Kane. Yeah. Um. And man, just what a freaking genuinely nice guy like, yeah uh, unbelievable he, he actually he remembered me rob bruce was there too so right. rob had a booth a couple down from us 
And he, he's like, keep me away from that guy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I didn't like him when I was on the show. I don't like him now. Mike, Mike had a Mike Zabzik had a really good um, observation today. He says that he was looking at Rob. Okay. He was, we were shooting at the counter, and he was looking over at Rob right. sitting at the poker table. And he goes, "I just realized who Rob looks like." And he said, right. "Mike's telling me this on yeah. on his microphone, sure. so it's just me and him hearing okay. it." And he goes. He looks like Walder Frey from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. right? He was sitting over here like wearing a hat looking all oh, disheveled yeah, right. as he usually does. And yeah, he, do, he totally does. Yeah, he, he totally looks does. like Walder Frey. So. Yeah. But Dean was cool. Anyway, so that, yeah, so uh, we went into the green room and Dean recognized Rob and then, you know, we started talking to him yeah. on the show and he was like, it's so crazy. I mean, all these cons and people come up and say, I loved you on Comic Book Man. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. for any, uh, anybody who may be on the fence about coming on the show. Yeah. That are listening right now, I know you are. Uh, it's great. It's good for your career. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good for exposure. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So I, I've heard that from from many people. Um, yeah, Tom Cavanaugh too. I saw Tom him Cavanaugh. In yeah, Tom Cavanaugh. He said he hadn't even seen the episode yet, but he said people tell him about it all the time that they saw him on. Yeah, comic he, book. Man. He was great. So for anybody on the fence, was like, yeah, I don't know. Come on, let's have some. It's all. Yeah. It's all fun here. <laughs> it's all fun. That's cool. I, I, I wish I could go on more to more cons with you guys. We always get into adventures. Yeah, we always end up, uh, you know, at different cons. Uh, um, that, that's your fault. It is my we're fault. We're always available. <laughs> we're not doing anything else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I had a, a, j- a day job to leave to right. come up here to be here this week or do this <laughs> yeah. con. I mean, well, Ming and I, we did that con two years ago together. We did. We had a lot of fun, fun man. Right. And there's a, it was, I think it was a one day con back yeah, then. Yeah, back then it was a one day. We just, we, we had a lot of fun. Those guys run a great show, so big, big shout out yeah. to them. Wait, what is it? A Garden State Comic Fest. There you go. Yeah, yeah they Morristown. do a really good job in Morristown. It's a lot of fun. And it's in a hockey rink, so it's nice and cold the whole weekend. It is. Uh, I I assume it's off season though. Like, is it? Is the ice still no, there? It's they still put, there. No, they no, put a floor on it. Oh, so no. it's not even melted in no, the concrete. No, it underneath. actually melts as you're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to, Everybody pick up your comics. Sam Bodie's coming through. The ice well, is not that, but the ice is there. It's really cold. It, it is really cold. Like but standing that's a your nice feet are cold. change for a con. Usually it's sweaty cosplayers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know? Exactly. It's the unwashed. Exactly. And, you know, this one's like a true Comic Con. Like they, they had. Two, three celebrity guests, media yeah, guests, creators, deep, a lot of creators. Yeah, but it's a lot of creators, a lot of long boxes, a lot of art. You know, like it's a true comic lovers con. John Whistleship is not there because he was Dawson's dad. He no. was there because of the Flash. Yeah. Right, right. He was the Flash yeah. and is the Flash again. Sort yeah. of, and is the right. Flash again? Yeah. Right. There, I, I don't know which Flash to call him. He's not the Reverse Flash. He's no, a he's the Golden he's Age Flash. Golden Age right. Flash. Yeah. Golden Age Flash. Right. right. Absolutely. Which he was. Yeah. Well, not kind of. I mean, you know, so Blue, he, was, he was '90s Flash. Yeah. And right. he was yeah, 90s right. Flash. Yeah, right. it was just great. I, I just want to know. I, I wish, I'll ask him one day. I was like, what was it like when you got that call? Like, freaking 15, 15. The 90s one or the new one? The new one. When you yeah. get that call, like, 15 years later, it's like, hey, um, we need you. Uh, we're doing another Flash. We want you. We right. need you on. Oh, as a Flash? Well, sort no. of. No, but <laughs> yes. So that's just a true testament that nothing ever dies. Keep yeah. hope alive, everybody. Yeah. Nothing yeah. ever dies. I, I imagine he didn't expect them to ask him. They would ask him to even put on the suit ever. Yeah, right. You know, like just to oh, be I'll the, play just the, to dad. Be the dad. Sure, right. Yeah. But he's been working out. Like he did expect them. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. I'm just <laughs> that's, how many people he's do that? Nobody dude. does that. I mean, no one does that. Yeah. So it worked hey, out. Hey, you know that action hero you played 15 years ago? Yeah, we basically want you to do that. I might again. have to wear the suit again. So and I better start working out. Yeah. And he's like, oh no, he's like, no, nah, I was at the gym anyway. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. If anything, it's gonna be too small. I'm camera ready. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So Blue Juice, uh, yeah. anything you guys are working on right now? What should we look forward to? Uh, I know you got trades, yeah, episode, uh, issue 16. Yeah, we have you know we have three issues of um, three trades of accelerators. We have Ezer and Empire. Um, we're also hoping to have a new issue one of a new title out by New York oh, Comic Con. Oh, no, but I really? can't okay. talk oh. about it any more than that. Okay, stay tuned. Because it hasn't been announced, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping by New York Comic Con we have an issue one out. But that's news, too, that it's it'll a, be on New York Comic Con. I know you're there every yeah. year, but... Yeah. Uh, we but, have our booths again at New York Comic Con. Yeah, but being at a at a con of that size is not a lock. You heard about what happened to Mile High. They're buying out of San Diego. Yeah. Uh, after yeah. 44 years, Nick Adrian. They're 44 years. 44 years. No, they stopped. They, they, they're like, they're, nope, we're they're, not. They're bailing. We're not doing it this year for multiple reasons. What were the reasons? I, I didn't read the whole article. I read, um, I read that article. It was good. Yeah. One, uh, they didn't really say cost, but <clears throat> just for references, uh, and they don't have a normal 10 by 10 booth. It's like 70 by 10, right. uh, $18,000. Yeah. So that's a big hole. You got to, you know, you're going in 18 grand. Well, you're in into hole. it. You know, this is what Plus we were labor. talking to somebody he, about. He, this he yesterday. mentioned, he mentioned what they paid like the first year, right? It was I like, it was like $75, for probably one small booth or sure, 44 years ago. Yeah. Right. Well, the, and 18,000 is just the booth costs. Right. Then you have flights and hotels yeah, and, and labor. hotels are like ridiculous. $500 a night at the, Days in, right? You know, somewhere and off the beaten path. They had a lot of problems getting their getting their product in. Well, that ultimately yeah. that's what that's like, what um, had them pull out. Uh, you know, they they had all forty thousand or forty thousand pounds worth of merchandise, right? And they're not allowed to load it under themselves. No, the it's con, a union. It's, it's a, a union, union thing. Kind of has to hire people, and those guys never showed up the first day, and they had no explanation, no apology, mm-hmm. no sorry, no how you guys doing, nothing. They had right. no contact, and they're like if. No respect, basically. Yeah. No respect. Yeah. And like after 44 years, you don't And $18,000. And know, yeah. $18,000, yeah. you want to be treated well. Right. right, right. So, you know, they had to scramble when they, they found things finally did get together. Right. And uh, they had labor sitting there not doing anything because they couldn't. There was nothing to set up. And after that, they were like, you know, we're out. If you're going to treat us like this, see you later. Yeah. So. Amazing. That made news. That made big news. That's know, big news. That, yeah. Sure. Right. 44 years, man. Yeah. 44 years. Long and they're. Time. Uh, you know, not even probably the the biggest comic retailer at right. San Diego. So right, that's true. It's it's it's, it's big. It's I mean, it's because San Diego knows what it wants to be. They yes. want to be. They want media. It wants to be a media show. It wants, it wants to be Game be of Thrones, and it wants to be the Marvel. Avengers right. show. And it's sad and, though, and, and yet they still call themselves I mean, San Diego Comic Con. They fight for the for the name Comic Con. Is someone else trying to get? San well, Diego no. Uh, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake Comic called themselves Comic Con, and San Diego sued them. Claiming that they own the trademark to the term Comic Con, wow! They better they get went, their lawyer. They no, better lawyer up. That's they, been going they, on. They for did years. lawyer up. They went to court and saw like City One. It's like look, Comic Con is a generic term. Yeah, you can't own yeah. it yourself. And they uh, two weeks ago they won. They won the lawsuit. So well, good for them. That's yeah. a little ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So I mean that's where things are going. The same way you go. We're just bitter because we're not. I'm, we're not. Yeah, we're not going. We're not and, going. Yeah. That's that's fine. We have New York. New yeah. York and honest to God Comic Con, which and has gotten people in the last couple of years too. More visitors. More visitors than San Diego, so and, and they do it to where like San Diego Comic Con. I've been to three, you know, four or five times. The Artist Alley section has been getting smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. Mm-hmm. And the vendors have begun getting bigger, right. and then of course Hall H and sure. all of the crazy things they do there with Star Wars and Marvel and everything right. else. New York Comic Con is both. You know, there's, yeah. there's plenty of media guests, there's plenty of vendors, yes. and there's plenty of artists. Yeah. Like that Huge. whole section for Artist Alley is Artist incredible. It's like a whole building. It you can spend like a, a whole day or two just there. Absolutely. Um, and then the floor. So they separate it perfectly. They have the right kind of panels. They have uh, the right kind of media guests. Yeah. You know. 
And then uh, Walking Dead got so big they moved it to Madison Square Garden, so it's yeah. not even it's not even on site. Yeah. What is yeah. a what is a four day pass to San Diego cost? I geez, I, I can't even imagine <clears throat> a lot. The ballpark. I've never done it. It's got um, I I want to say at least a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I want to say, and this is probably even low, three hundred dollars. You think? I, I think that's yeah. probably low. Yeah. And yeah, what's a four day pass to New York cost? I don't know. I mean, uh, even that's probably two hundred. Yeah, somewhere around the same neighborhood. And I, then and I they, guess we should know this. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> it costs. It's like three thousand dollars for a booth, <laughs> you know, and you get a couple badges with that. I think yeah. two badges per booth yeah. or something. You guys like had this. a booth at San Diego when you were. What was the experience? No, like? well, we. It's so funny because we subletted a booth. Okay. So there's somebody who owned a booth from a while ago that didn't want to <laughs> give it up, so they sublet it. They like split it, split it in thirds, and sublet it to three different companies. Because once you have it at San Diego, you have it forever. Right. Whereas New York has gotten a little more like you have to, you know, they they want to keep it fresh <laughs> and new. So just because you had an Artist Alley booth last year doesn't mean you automatically get one this year. Right. Because they want to bring in new artists and new vendors and all that. So fingers crossed we even have a booth this year. I haven't heard we, we don't. And I've already put the deposit down on it. But you never know if uh, at any point we get that email that says, uh, we're going to keep it fresh and new, and you're not going right. to have a booth this year. Right. Uh, I have prices. I have some prices here. I, I was probably way off. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, individual this, wait, prices. This is San Diego or San New Diego. York? Okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, individual, one day past 60 Sunday is $40. So. Okay. So it's 220 for four days. Yes. So usually when you buy a 40-day pass, you get some kind of a discount. small discount. Right. Um, New York, uh, New York. I have to look up, but um, but it's about two hundred bucks. It's about two hundred, I think. I think it's yeah. like forty a, a day. Depend. Yeah, and uh, probably cheaper. So. And this year there are no four day passes to New York mm-hmm. Comic Con. They're doing only single days. Right. So, but then there's also VIP passes yeah. where you get different yeah. things yeah, like supernatural. Early, like, supernatural conventions. They have like the the gold pass, the silver right. pass. I'm sure Walking Dead does the same thing. Walker Stalker does the same thing. Yeah. Where you can get like a VIP badge. You can't get a four-day pass in New York Comic Con? Not anymore. No. This is no the first just started. Yeah. Well, apparently they're doing construction yeah. on the Javits Center. There's, it's a logistic thing, but what, they might keep this, though. Just um, if, it works out for, for if it works out for them. Hmm. Ultimately, it's about money. So, yeah. So, all right. We're, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, unfortunately, it's 742. We have to but I really, uh, Spider-Man for I really, 815. I really did want to update from you guys. And, uh, I'm, well, we're here all summer now that we're shooting season seven and of Comic Book Men. I'm so. really glad to see you guys back. When I see you guys, I know things are going well because it means we're shooting Comic Book Men, yeah. first of all. But it, in general, yeah, it also means just in life things are going well. Yep. So welcome back, gentlemen. Thank uh, you. And thank you for being here. It's good to have you guys here to uh, you know assist with the announcement of the uh, returning studio as well. Yeah. And Mike Haran leaves on Wednesday, so he's gone for the summer. But uh, So thanks for doing a podcast. Yeah. Where you actually got to speak, because the last one you did, you didn't get a chance to talk. It was talk. like 15 people at that podcast. <laughs> right. um, yeah. Well, I mean, we love... We, 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 say. <laughs> yeah. We, we love what you have to say, uh, you know, blowing John Wesley's ship and Dean Cain. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so. um, and John Stamos. And John Stamos, for whatever you know what? reason. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. No, you sh- and nor no, should you. Should. <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong. Um, I don't know. Blue Juice updates. I'm writing Ether and Empire 2. Where's Ant yeah, Bonnie? Nice. Yeah, what are, what's the Aunt Bonnie? Uh? Um, we're we're just on a hiatus with Aunt Bonnie. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay, but a, a fourth right. title might be coming soon. That's yes. the, that's the big news. Right, that's the big news. Wow. Okay. Well, well uh, you get to break it here first if you want to. I will definitely break it here okay, first. Fantastic. Once it's okay to announce it. Okay. Done. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Thank you, Nick Adrian. Thank you. And welcome, thank you, Ming. And welcome back. Uh, pl- plugs uh, at Bluetooth Comics. At Bluetooth Comics uh, on 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. And BlueJuiceComics.com. And BlueJuiceComics.com. I'll plug something if you don't yeah, mind. Yes, go for it. Uh, other show I'm working on, Mysteries at the Museum. New episodes Thursdays at 9 Eastern on Travel Channel. Uh, the next couple episodes, the opening segment, I wrote and produced. Oh, what? Co-produced, really? I guess, what? with nice. other and other producers. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm, so, I shouldn't sound so shocked. Uh, yeah, yeah, you sound you know, like, oh, cool. That's yeah. nice, Nick. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> cool. Wow. Okay, I'll check that out then. Feel uh, free. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. That was Bluetooth Comics, Mike. Thank you. Uh, it's good having those guys back. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I just woke yeah, he up. Fell, yeah, Mike uh, fell asleep. It was that, it was I've not, talked to these guys before. No, I love boring. them. I love uh, them all. Next week, uh, we'd love to have them. They'll be back. They will. Possibly every week. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. I know. There's one guy screaming, no, no more Tom Mom. Yeah. Oh, that was well, me. Sorry. Yeah. No, they have great viewpoints. They it's are great to all, have them Yeah, there. it's always fun to talk to Ronnie and, hey, and we, Tom. Hey, we helped launch a, a publishing house. So, That's very hey. cool. All right. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, everybody, for Thanks, listening. Thanks, Ming. And there you go. Uh, thank you. King Kong